Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. It's another chilly, cold day, and uh, so I hope that you will dress appropriately as you go out and about so you do not catch your death of cold. But uh, I do hope everybody has a blessed day. Let's see what we have watching this morning. We've got Miss Karen Smith, Tracy Little. We got uh, Brandy Boyd Young, and uh, that's just the names I can see. I see if there's more than that watching, but uh, do appreciate all you people tuning in and joining me to get our devotions going, and uh, I'm sorry to get our day going in the right direction with these devotions. I get out here in a second. Darlene Barker's watching. Good morning, Darlene. But uh, yeah, I didn't get much sleep last night, so I'm I'm a little foggy-headed and uh, about half asleep. So if I mess up a lot today, you just gonna have to overlook me. So, all right, let's go ahead and um, do our pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord. We do live in this wonderful country. Good morning, Rusty. I, uh, you know, it is uh, the Democrats and liberals are losing their minds at uh, this major defeat in Virginia, New Jersey. Uh, they claim the Democrat won, but uh, I heard that uh, there is uh, they're questioning that and that it was called too quick. Don't know. I know it's very, very close margin, but either way, I think the um, liberals are starting to wake up to see that people have had a belly full of their nonsense. Hopefully, this is an indicator of that. And that our um, parents want to know what our children are being taught. They're tired of being uh, secluded uh, from their learning and, uh, and arrested. They dare to speak against the great and wonderful uh, uh, school board. Uh, I don't know what these people think. I, I think they forget that. Uh, Biden and our government and school boards, they work for us. We don't work for them. We are not servitude to them. We are not, uh, uh, you know, I think that's what they think, that we're supposed to uh, uh, kowtow to them and bow to them. And uh, I think they're saying real quick, people are not uh, uh, about to put up with it. And I tell you what, guys, I'm at, almost at to the point, good morning, Jennifer Williams, that uh, I... Uh, about ready to run for school board myself. I, I just, I've had it, and uh, apparently any monkey can run. You don't have to have a, a, an a background in education to, to do it, so uh, maybe be a one way to weed out some of the, the stupid that's in there and uh, get things going in the right direction. But uh, what are children getting a healthy diet of indoctrination, liberal, liberal propaganda, and uh, it's time to, we need our parents need to start pushing back and taking back uh, for the sake of our future of our children and grandchildren and generations to come uh, because right now the way this economy is going the way this uh, nation is going there ain't gonna be nothing limited to leave uh, to future generations so we need to really be in prayer uh, with what's uh, with what's going on so all right my friends let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning we're looking at james chapter 4 verse 8 draw near to god and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. You know, uh, I think it's easy to understand that uh, there may always be people out there, whether 
in interpersonal relationships, if I'm in jobs or uh, dating or marriage or uh, you know any number of things, uh, you're going to have quarrels, you're going to have uh, complications, you're going to have you know dealing with somebody on a daily basis may not always be easy to do. You know, I've worked in unfortunately I've had a lot of jobs and uh, uh, I don't do well with authority and uh, but because when I was younger minimal wage I've, you know I had the attitude of what does it matter I go get another job and I did and proved I could because <laughs> somebody get in my face you know I just, I just don't work well with that it made me think uh, there was a story uh, about two women on a train one said that she wanted she said she was going to die if they didn't open the window because she's going to die of heat stroke the other one said well I won't die if you open the window because of pneumonia so the the conductor didn't know uh, what to do to handle, handle the situation. One of the guy opened his mouth and said, "Well, open the window. The one will die. Close the window. The other will die. And we'll get some peace." You know, it, uh, it is. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to have quarrels with people. Uh, it's just our human nature. Uh, there's going to be uh, uh, issues, uh, whether it's uh, you know, just you're just always going to get along with everybody. I mean, there's some people just rub you the wrong way. You know, uh, throughout uh, even in the ministry, you know, there's pastors out there that. I just don't want to do with. I just think they're arrogant, full of it, and self-serving, and just want nothing to do with people like this. It's not that I hate them. It's not that I have ill will towards them. I just simply choose not to have anything to do with certain individuals because it just it's just a drain of my sensibilities. You know, it just there's no point in it. But um, you know, we got to work hard not to have bitterness and hatred in our hearts. You know, that kind of stuff will will eat you up and and destroy you and when you have that kind of bitterness and hatred towards somebody else it's only going to uh, uh, really gives them power over you and uh, we've got to be careful about that and not be so quarrelsome and uh, and against somebody because when we see this here drawn near to God he'll draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded when we read these verses or this verse rather you know, God's not waiting on us to make a move. You know, uh, what he's saying is that we need to put away uh, dissension, that we need to put away the anger or bitter towards someone else. Now, you may be watching and say, well, you don't understand what this person has done to me. You don't know what uh, how this individual has treated me. Well, you know, it just, uh, it just comes down to the fact that uh, uh, you're going to have to just get over it. I mean, it's really what it boils down to. You're going to have to... Pray about it. Ask the Lord to have forgiveness in your heart. And like I said, the other person may not even be uh, reciprocal. You know, you may try to reconcile, try to talk to that individual, and they still may want nothing to do with you. Well, that's fine. You know, you've done your part. You've done what you're supposed to do, and you go on. But, you know, it, that's an area in my life I have to fight, uh, to have bitterness and anger. You know, growing up in a Christian home and going to a Christian school, you know, there's oftentimes... Uh, there would be topics and such on bitterness that we would uh, have to read or uh, or hear about. And, uh, you know, probably then you probably didn't think too much about it as a kid. But as the older you get, you see how easy it is to be resentful and bitter towards someone else who has wronged you. Uh, you know, because I'm a pastor, I'm not outside of that. I have family members who hate and despise me. Uh, I have uh, people in this a community who hate and despise me, you know, and uh, you know, and, and and what kills me is is when somebody else does you wrong, and then they have the unmitted gall to be mad at you, you know. And I'm like, I don't understand, you know, I don't get it. It's that you you showed nasty to me, and yet you're going to be bitter to me. I, it's it's confusing. I don't really get it. 
But it's something I have to fight because when somebody wrongs me, you know, what we should do is be quick to forgive. See, that's what we want as Christians when we mess up. We want God's forgiveness immediately. And yet we are so slow to give it in return uh, to those around us who have wronged us. And uh, maybe it's just not only human nature. I think it's southern nature. I think it's redneck nature. And uh, uh, it's easy to hold on to that. You know, it's like the old saying, if... Uh, you, if you're good to me, I'll be good to you. If you treat me bad, I'll treat you worse. That's not a that's not a good mentality to have. We need to be quick to forgive. We need to show Christ's love and and, and try to uh, pursue reconciliation between someone who has wronged us. And it is tough. It is hard when you think you can trust somebody and they stab you in the back and you're thinking, you know, heck with you. I don't want nothing to do with you again. But we got to say, listen, we got to resolve this. We got to fix this. You know, I don't know what happened here. And, uh, you know, uh, it's very tough, particularly as a pastor, because a lot of times those who will uh, pray, give you, sing your praises the most are the very ones who will talk about you like the dog the most and the quickest and will turn on you the quickest. I've, had, I've learned that uh, the hard way. I think, wow, this person's a good friend, and, and next thing you know, buddy, they've turned on you like a rabid dog, and they're, you know, talking all kinds of trash about you. And that, you know, it, the stuff like that happens, that's where the redneck side comes in and makes me want to fight. You know, I want to get physically violent and that's not a uh, uh, good place to be as a pastor so I have to really work on that and I have to fight those kind of feelings and mentality and that's why I can get up here and talk to you about bitterness and anger and hatred because it's the very issues and things I have to fight personally uh, with certain individuals in my life I have to really pray for them I have to force myself to pray for them it's not easy I don't want to do it but I have to as a Christian to have forgiveness if we don't have forgiveness for others why would God in heaven forgive us? So, you know, we've got to practice what we preach. We've got to put uh, feet under our, our words, you know. We can't just come into church and play church and listen to these things and then go and just do what you want to. We've got to apply this to our daily lives each and every day so we can grow closer to God. That's why you have draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. We are double-minded. How is that? Because the flesh wars against the spirit. Because we know in our hearts what we need to do, should do, but the fleshly side of us is at war and wants to do the rebellion and the opposite of what God's Word tells us to do. And that's why it's that constant struggle and constant battle. That's why it's double-minded. It almost makes you feel schizophrenic. You're thinking, you know, what's going on? You know, I'm trying to do what the Lord wants me to do. Why am I doing the opposite? You know, it's just like, you know, it's, it almost makes you want to shake your head and, and like, you know, what's, what's going on here? It kind of goes back to what I was talking about in last night's message, you know, and... Uh, uh, but, you know, it is, um, it's easy to question, you know, am I really saved or I wouldn't be doing this? It's easy to do that. But going back to what I was saying last night, it was, um, it's the fact that uh, the fact you even care or even question it uh, shows uh, proof uh, that you are saved. Because if you was not, you would not question it and you would not care. So, my friends, we've got to put away uh, these quarrelsome attitudes uh, in regards to other people. And, you know, we need to have that good fellowship uh, amongst other believers. And, uh, well, you know, just like I was talking here about drawing near to God, uh, I wanted to um, uh, read this here. It says, uh, uh, it does not mean that God is waiting for sinners to make the first move toward him, and then he will respond. Not only does that run counter to all scripture, it also runs counter to the verse which God which is God commanding us to draw near to Him. So, you know, it's, He's not, he, God don't wait. I think there's people out there who believe 
that uh, God's waiting on us to make decisions. God's waiting on us to come to know Him. God is waiting. On, no, that's not how it works. It, our actions do not affect how God works. He's already, you know, uh, He's God Almighty. He's already predestined, you know, preordained all things that are going to happen in these events. He knows what you're going to do, past, present, and future. But uh, so it's, it's erroneous to think that we had some kind of uh, action or, or works to. Um, uh, to affect our salvation, nothing be further from the truth. You know, God chose us and adopted us. He didn't wait for us to make a move and then decided to do something. It doesn't work that way. Although there are those out there who would preach that. But my friends, uh, we live in a world where, you know, in fact, that's why I was talking about these statistics the other day that how uh, the percentages of those who want to take revenge or uh, or have hate on somebody else is extremely high because why because they've taken God out of the equation so that if God is out of the equation then there's no conviction of sins there's, there's no reason to forgiving to be loving to show compassion to show uh, those kind of uh, qualities that God's word tells us that, you know to show uh, that that mercy that God shows us every day if you don't have that uh, in you then you're not gonna be able to show that towards someone else that's why we have to be merciful we remember everybody acts the way they do for a reason and we may not always understand it you know you may be talking to somebody and you may be working with somebody that's the biggest jerk in the world and you're thinking man what is his problem well you might not realize the reason why he seems to be a jerk maybe he just uh, he's got a an addiction that nobody knows about maybe he's uh, not making excuses for somebody who's a uh, a derriere with ears by no stretch of imagination but when you get to talk to somebody like this they found out that they grew up in horrible circumstances abuse uh, whether physical or sexual uh, parents uh, lack thereof either abandoned them or beat them uh, you know it and then uh, or they might have found out that someone close to them uh, had passed away and they, they can't seem to uh, get past that pain and so once you start digging and looking into the reason why somebody's acting the way they are then you're like oh then you kind of feel like a jerk and the reason why I can say that's because I've done it people <laughs> because I'm like man what's this guy's problem you know and then kind of find out you hear some backstory and you're like oh and now I feel like an idiot you know and so you always don't be so quick to you know I, of course I you all know how much I hate despise that word don't judge that gets on my nerves but don't be quick to judge uh, people based on your first initial meeting, greeting, or in daily interactive uh, because uh, you don't know what they're dealing with, what they're going through. And uh, man, there's a lot of times I'm dealing with a lot of pain and uh, because I like to joke and kid, people don't realize uh, what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through. And you don't always know. You can't always see in the service what somebody's going through. So be careful guys and like I said nobody wants to be hurt nobody wants to have a broken heart nobody likes that being stabbed in the back but let's put away that bitterness let's put away that anger let's search for forgiveness let's try to find uh, the good qualities in someone else let's try to find a positive in someone else today uh, again you know I don't know what kind of situation and you may say well you don't know this individual there isn't a positive well there may not be they may just be just a total scumbag but ask God to change your heart and how you view that person and that you can express and show that love of God towards these individuals. And let us draw closer to God. Man, if we spend more time in the Word, spend more time in prayer, showing more compassion, showing more forgiveness, loving our neighbor as ourselves, imagine how close we can be with God. And that's our ultimate goal and point is to be is to walk daily with God, just as Enoch did, to have that close, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. My friends, it is imperative 
and we've got to put away sin. Reason, you know, one reason this, this is irrelevant is because with bitterness and hatred, look at the race division that has been pushed in this, this country right now. There's so much bitterness and hate towards so many people, uh, whether it's between blacks and whites. It's, uh, it's, it's probably greater than it was uh, in, probably close or bi bigger than the 50s or 60s, the way uh, the hatred is between both sides. And the government has pushed that division, and we can't allow them to have that kind of victory. We are all children of God. We're not several races. We are one race, the human race, and that's what God created us. And that's why we need to put away this negativity and division, quit basing people on their color, but on the merit and the, uh, their character is what we need to be basing things on. And that's what we need to look at. And we need to be focused on the heart and where people are at with Jesus Christ. If you're consumed with bitterness and hate, then you're not going to be close to God. You're not going to be able to witness. It's going to hinder you spiritually. And that's why you've got to ask for forgiveness. Pray for those individuals who would hate to persecute you and share the love of Christ and share Jesus with all those around you. Let us pray. If our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. I want to thank you so much for your good word and your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to have more forgiveness in our heart. Help us to express more love. But most importantly, Lord, let us draw close to you. Let us serve you well. Lord, let us have that mind of Christ. And Lord, let us give our all, 100% of us, to you each and every day. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening today that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I do want to um, lift up Ron Thompson and his family, the loss of his son-in-law. And Lord, I do pray for Ken Penny, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Larry and Donna Knight, and Leonard David Feathers. And uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, uh, you with all those who are watching this morning, and that you will guide them, and lead them, and touch their hearts and minds in a mighty way, and that they will have a good and wonderful, blessed day, be with our children. So they're going to school and back at work, and uh, Lord, keep them all safe and well, and a holy head protection about them. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in, and, uh, and good morning, Rhonda Timon, and uh, appreciate uh, you tuning in today. And uh, Karen Smith, I, thought, I can't remember if I already said hi to you this morning or not. Uh, don't, yeah, I did, okay. But anyway, uh, don't forget this Sunday, we'll be at the church, 118 Julie Lane at 1045 a.m. Dr. Vicky will be bringing the morning message. And then at 1 o'clock, we'll have the Mary Mason Memorial Toy Run, $10 donation. And if you don't want to ride or can't ride, you can still donate to help uh, supply toys for uh, underprivileged children. And, uh, and then that evening at 6 o'clock, we'll do our online service. And don't know what uh, we'll be discussing, but uh, we'll just trust the Lord will guide us in the right direction. So my friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.